0: You're listening to Chamber Chatter, hosted by the Saline Area Chamber of Commerce, where people and businesses meet for a better community. Welcome to episode one of Chamber Chatter, brought to you by the Celine Area Chamber of Commerce. I am John Trapalski, your ambitious host and also executive director of the Chamber. Uh, a lot of the people have been asking us what they can expect here on Chamber Chatter. And the big thing is you can expect the unexpected for the most part, where we really have no format. The good thing is, is that... We'll keep them short. We'll keep about 10 to 15 minutes, depending on the guest and the topic. But today, we actually have a special guest, which I'm fun, or I'm excited, I should say, that I can flip the script on, Lucy <laughs> and Lance from The Lucy and Lance Show. I already learned something from you. You know, I, th- I wish everybody said that about <laughs> me. Every day, that would
1: be fantastic. Do you want to know what I learned? Absolutely. Let how me to, know. How to correctly pronounce your name. I've been saying Tropolsky and you said Trapolsky.
0: Tripolsky Tropolsky, well, <laughs> Trapowski, whatever you want to say. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I answer to everything, so... <laughs> And, uh, and I'm really excited about this one. So obviously, as everybody knows, we do the Lucy and Lance show through the Chamber um, every Wednesday with Lucy and Lance. And this one is a little bit fun for us because, again, we get to flip it on her. Um, and it, it's really interesting, and I'll let her actually jump into it, that through Chamber Chatter, obviously it is a Chamber podcast, but we're also going to use it as a platform to deliver the content from Lucy and Lance's show as well. So every week you can expect one from us and one from her. Um, and Lucy, if you want to... Jump into a little bit about what we do with your show.
1: Well, when we started this particular show 10 years ago, my business partner, Dean Erskine, and I formed a company called Lance and Erskine Communications, and it produces the Lucianne Lance show. But it was Dean's creation, Dean's idea, Dean Erskine, on contacting the Chambers of Commerce and putting together these segments each week as part of our show. And Dean, I thought it was a brilliant idea. We have met so many people by doing this. Indeed, we started it in 2009. And part of the reason was, you think of 2009, you think, wow, not a great time to start a business because the economy wasn't doing that well here in southeast Michigan. But part of the reason to reach out to the chambers is we thought we're all in this together. And so we would offer airtime to the chambers and and their businesses to try to help them out a little bit and get more get people thinking more about local business and we've continued it for 10 years the economy is obviously a lot better now but what the heck let's let's just continue and make it even even
0: better and it's fun too you know obviously every week that we do these with you guys it's it's interesting to see the different types of businesses that really come through our door i know we kind of take over your studio um, every wednesday some people are really nervous about it some are really excited about it i naturally do them by default so i don't have a choice i have i have to enjoy it which i do um, but it's interesting to see the you know the stories people have besides you know what they do and how they got into it and really what
1: they like about I their think business. we can learn something from everyone's experience. Um, so many of us have dreams of putting together a business, but how do you actually go about doing that? And a lot of people started doing it in the downturn of the economy because they were forced to. right? And so now there were no more excuses. But how do they sustain that? The ones that are still going now, a decade later, and they're on to this whole new part of their life they never imagined, or maybe they imagined it right. but didn't think it was doable.
0: And I remember we were chatting well, maybe a couple of weeks ago now that you still have – the archive shows that you've done with people from 10 years ago that are still in business today, Um, maybe we can stew that up somewhere down the road and pull those in I'd and love that. say, Hey, this is a little piece. Remember how shaky you were and you couldn't figure out what you wanted to do. And now look at, <laughs> right. at your business. And it'll be fun to see what we can do with this again, kind of chamber chatter. I would say it's, you know, a loose format, I think for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, we'll, we'll bring a lot of people in. We have some really good people scheduled.
1: I'm going to turn the tables on you. I knew this
0: was going to happen.
1: Because <laughs> you as the brand new executive director of the Area Chamber of Commerce, have brought in so many great ideas, and you know, life goes on. When someone leaves and some new uh, person comes in, there are new ideas and new ways of doing things. You're a young person; you're in your mid thirties. Yep, early to mid thirties. We'll leave mid- it at that. Literally right in the middle. But you come from a business background, <laughs> starting with your grandpa. Yep. Tell yep. everyone about this.
0: Right. So, and, and what we were just talking about before we hit the hit the go button or record button here. So it it is kind of interesting, and in, in keeping my story very short. Um, you know, my grandfather had a marina and a fishing tackle manufacturing company really on the, the shores of Anchor Bay, so Lake St. Clair in Fairhaven, and I remember it as I think I asked for something from my parents or I don't know how it actually ended up where early teens. I ended up working with him, um, got heavy into the production side of it. So they were wooden fishing lures. And I think I started to realize, Hey, this is fun. But me standing in one spot, you know, running a machine, using my hands, potentially cutting off a finger every five minutes, um, probably isn't something that I like to do. So I naturally started to get into the sales and marketing side. Um, and again, this is a very long story condensed to you know like a minute. Um, it was interesting to see how that kind of transitioned, because now that I look back, I used to always say, oh, I would never do sales. I would never do marketing. I'd never do advertising. That's kind of a, a sleazy thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love it. I mean, one of the biggest things that that I take away from that is, you know, my grandfather gave me a ton of freedom. I don't think me and him ever actually argued. I remember him giving me a a debit card for our bank at the time, and me going to him and asking like, Hey, can I spend $10 for postage to mail these postcards out that I printed at Arbor (laughs) drugs or or somewhere like that (laughs) to promote the Um, business, right? It was all for the business. So it's, I kind of self-taught myself a lot of the things, you know, my, my dad is a fantastic marketer and communications guy, whether he admits it or not, um, worked for general motors. So I, I kind of inherited a lot of the communication side, Mm -hmm. and then I got that freedom from my grandfather. I would say do what I want to, but really do what I want to um, because it was a hobby for him for the the fishing tackle company. But
1: that was a big company, Loki Lures. Loki
0: Lures, L-O-K-E.
1: Everyone who fishes knows Loki Lures. I have a brother who fishes, and and he had inherited my grandfather's old lures, and he has put them in shadow boxes on his walls. Mm -hmm. And when I was telling him about you, he said, not low-key. And I said, yeah. <laughs> so he was very impressed. Your grandfather sold that company about nine years ago, your Correct. family yeah, about, did?
0: about nine years ago. Uh, I think it was about a year, year and a half after he had passed away. It was one of those things that he put so much into it of himself. I mean, he we made them all in a tiny little shop. You know, I think some people used to visit the marina, which is their house was on the marina. And then, or they, they had a small marina, is about 40, 45 boats that that held. And then there was the shop where we made the lures and then their house was up front. Wow. And I think people would come Come to the shop from all over. We're talking really anywhere around the Great Lakes, Canada. People would drive in and I think they expect to see this massive operation. And here is a a teenager running around the back with a a blue Loki Lures t-shirt on and probably cut-off shorts. Um, and my grandfather, I don't think he really ever left his chair a whole lot. He would sit there in the in this paint booth. And I remember him always saying you know, oh, you. I, I, I want to teach you how to paint these, but I don't want you to paint them because he knew that it was, I mean, if OSHA came in there, they would shut us down because there was very little <laughs> filtration. Um, but he put so much into him that, you know, I, I think it was tough for us to, to part ways, at least for me a little bit. It was yeah. a challenge to kind of see it change hands, um, but it was something that, that I couldn't really, I couldn't manage. I mean, I could run in his footsteps, I think, of making them, but the painting side, it, w- it was almost impossible. But he
1: had a an idea of what he wanted to do he had a talent and he did just pure quality work so much so that these were known all across the country
0: absolutely absolutely i remember too when when i actually built our first website for this for this company i had gotten a quote from somebody in canada i think they gave us a price of probably 1500 bucks which was nothing but it was a lot to to us and i don't even think i told my 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 grandfather Nunu was what i used to call him um, I don't even think I told him that hey, you know, I got a quote to get this done. I just built one myself, looked like total garbage. But as soon as we almost hit the the go live button on that, we got an order, I think the next day for <laughs> five or six hundred bucks um, shipping them to Montreal. Um, and I think that's when he really realized like, wow, we could turn this into something, which yeah. was which was really cool. That's
1: a great. American business story.
0: That it is. It that, really and that's is. just a tiny piece of it, but there's there's a lot of life lessons I take from
1: that. And well, and even though you never envisioned yourself continuing to actually be the manufacturer and do that, it launched your career into marketing and ultimately you ended up owning your own company. Right.
0: Yep. Uh, I started a marketing agency. Um, We grew very, very fast, which as everybody knows, poses a lot of challenges Um, that was based in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, We did have kind of a a sales office-esque, we can call it, in Detroit and one in California and one in Denver. So I traveled a lot.
1: And what was the work you did?
0: Um, A lot of web design, social media management, um, branding, consulting. We actually got into Print for a little bit, which was pretty interesting. I'm um, really just all in all marketing as a whole. And now that I'm I'm stepping out of that, I start to realize what I actually enjoy and what I'm really good at, and it is really connecting businesses together.
1: You brought all of those ideas to Celine, Michigan, to the chamber now, and reaching out to businesses in in a really profound way. I think a, a, an impactful way. Um, and a great example, I think, of that was what you did at Christmas time. <laughs>
0: right, and that was fun. Uh, and and honestly, I would love to take the credit for that. I think we were walking. I forgot where we were, and and my wife Stacy, who who you'll meet very soon, is. Uh, I think she had mentioned something about it, and one thing led to another. We're like, oh, this would be a great piece of social content for us, and getting out in the community. And you know, that's one thing I I wouldn't say all chambers lack a little bit, but I think. You know, any business, any organization, you can drive some energy through something and really exposure and bringing people together. It was kind of funny because some people, actually a lot of people in the area, didn't even know who I was. And they're like, oh, well, we know the chamber now because of Sparkles, the elf on the shelf. <laughs> it's, she, she was this here was and she idea. was there. And <laughs> it, it was interesting how it kind of panned out. And we already have, I think, most of next year filled up already. You brought
1: people. Sparkles to various businesses that were members of the Celine Chamber and then told Sparkles' story about being at that business. <laughs> yeah. I thought the the best one was – and I, I still – pee my pants just thinking about this was watching sparkles go down the conveyor belt at (laughs) bushes with
0: all the food there oh if you think that was funny you should have seen me and mike the the manager there as we're doing this i think people are watching us like what in the world are these crazy grown men doing with this elf on a conveyor belt we're sitting there positioning her arms and legs just perfect
1: sparkle spent some time at our board here uh thinking that she was running the uh, radio station um and again it's just a fun way to you know sometimes business is stayed it's Mm -hmm. just you know, people look at it like people just wanting to make money. And, you know, mm-hmm. these are our community members. These are people that live, work, play. Our, their kids go to our schools. Um, right. We're all in this together. And when you can make it fun and make it where, you know, everyone can connect in that way, right. it's it's great. I mean, that's wonderful marketing.
0: Oh, it's, it's, and it's so enjoyable, too. You know, getting yeah. everybody together, it, it's amazing you know, being that our coverage area really is a lot wider than just Celine. You know, yeah. we get into Pittsfield and Celine and Lodi and York and Bridgewater. Watching everybody come together, it, it's it's almost it's breathtaking. I should say, for lack of better terms.
1: John Tropolsky, executive director of the Celine Area Chamber of Commerce. I told you I'd turn the tables. Here. Oh, I knew it was coming. <laughs> I I loved that you mentioned your wife, Stacy. She mm-hmm. um, is a business owner herself. And she is administrator of Linden Square uh, here in Saline, but she also owns a a little doggy Bakery,
0: right, and that's it's kind of funny because <laughs> we always say that we don't have any free time, but we always start these little projects. And that one, I think she had, she has a real passion for retail. Sometimes she admits it, sometimes she doesn't to everybody, but she does. Um, so really, when we we moved to town, so we we moved to Chelsea, so we're in downtown Chelsea, and you know, very close to our house, we found this little space. And it's funny how that even panned out because at the time I was working from coffee shops here in Michigan between traveling, and she said, "Oh well, this space." Opened up. I'm going to go look at it for an office for you. It's perfect. It's close to home. It gets you out of the coffee shop. And I feel like she called me right after and said, Oh, what's nice? It's not good. For you, though, it's good for me. And I'm like, well, <laughs> oh, what are you talking about? Um, I remember we were talking about, you know, doing a dog bakery at some point, and it just ended up being perfect for, for what she's at. I,
1: lo- I haven't been there yet, but I looked on Facebook at the photos. Mm. She does beautiful work. She does. It. it I mean, I would eat it. <laughs> Look, right.
0: they, oh, trust me, I have. And it's not <laughs> just dog
1: bones. It's all different kinds of things she makes. Right, yeah,
0: yeah. birthday cakes, treats. Um, there's all kinds of little bits and pieces yeah. that go into that. And it's it's funny how fast we did that. We actually built out that space Um, I built the countertops and display cases for... Um, I think in under 30 days, we put oh, all of it together, including hand waxing and this uh, old GE refrigerator that's that's in there, too, that we kind of rehabbed
1: for. Wow. And it's called what?
0: The Brown Basset. Uh,
1: and that is? Uh,
0: uh, Named after our crazy, crazy little basset <laughs> hound. So he may only be about eight inches high, but his personality is sky high. And what so. is his name? So it's Cooper James. Cooper
1: James, yeah. the basset hound.
0: Our little fur child. Yeah.
1: The Brown <laughs> so Basset. So look for that out in Chelsea. And um, I would love for you to roll one out into Celine. I think that would be great. I
0: I think it'd be fun. Yeah. I, you know, me and her have been talking about some plans on on expanding and changing that business model a little mm-hmm. bit, um, just because we, we jumped into it so fast that, yeah. I mean, it, it was a passion project. You're open
1: on the weekends, right? So
0: right now yeah. she's only open on the weekends because yeah. um, Linden Square is definitely a, her her full-time right. primary, and that one's really just, a, again, kind of a passion mm-hmm. project for her, but it'll be fun.
1: I'm glad we talked about this because I want to get to my point on this with you and Stacey, and I saw her post, uh, you had an anniversary, and mm-hmm. She put a nice little, you know, loving tribute to you on her mm-hmm. Facebook page. But she said, thank you for allowing me to always say those four little words. I have an idea. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so she is she the driving force for you when it comes yeah. to marketing ideas? Believe it or not, you know, I've never thought about it a lot, but probably.
0: So, I mean, I think maybe... You know, sometimes I'm f- so far off in left field that she kind of pulls me back in and uh, says, all right, well, yeah, that's great, but this is more realistic. <laughs> um, and it, it's a very interesting dynamic, I should say, mm-hmm. between us two. It's, I think we're both creatives, but then when the other person gets too creative, the other person all of a sudden transitions as to be a little bit more conservative. Yeah. So it's it's a good balance. Well, it's your really partnership
1: as husband and wife is a good example, I think, just for businesses and how, especially in the last decade since the downturn in the economy, we've had to really collaborate partner. We had to be concerned about other businesses, what they were doing. We had to learn from them. And I think people are playing nicer together business-wise because of that. And therefore, we're all growing and we're all prospering. And that's the, the big suggestion I would have for business people out there is get out and see what other people are doing and make those connections Uh, So that you can grow your own business.
0: Absolutely. And that's one thing too with the chamber that we've noticed, or I should say I've noticed, because I've only been doing this for a very short period of time, is how quick people are to work together, which is great to see. It's, you know, I always refer to it as playing nice in the sandbox. Well, the Chamber Sandbox is massive. So mm-hmm. how many how many more people can we bring to right. it where they all build it together and have a good time? You know, I, I always kind of push that across, too. And this year, through the Chamber, we plan on doing all, all kinds of new events, not getting rid of any, but I think adding to, hitting different areas, different demographics, um, different industries is a big thing. And really bringing more new faces Mm -hmm. to to the party, (laughs) per se, um, will really expand everything that we do. So us as a chamber, I mean, I see this, you know, uh, my predecessors have done a fantastic job, I think, of kind of setting the groundwork to where we're in a good state. Now we can kind of you know, hit the trajectory button and go up very fast. Well,
1: and let's face it, business people are a different makeup these days than they were even 10 years ago. You've got younger people, you have entrepreneurs, you have people that do their business in the coffee shops. They don't have a a brick and mortar place. So you need to appeal to all of those and and how you do that. You have to offer things that um, are attractive to them. Yep.
0: And that's a, a lot of the networking events we do. Yep. Um, you know, I, I have plans and, and our team has plans to actually connect and kind of cross connect different chambers of the area. So mm-hmm. that way we start to grow the the local reach much further than it is currently. So not just living within our boundaries, really connecting everybody outside and in. So they see what a great place Celine and Pittsfield and all these other areas are, you know, if they've driven through them. They may not have stopped to visit any of the businesses or met some of the people. Uh, I think one of the most impressive things about this community is, you know, we have a very small office, literally three people that are in there. But for these events, we have 50 plus volunteers that just come out of the woodwork. Yeah, we don't even have to ask them. They come to
1: us. The volunteers are incredible. A and lot we have of re- great people like yourself. Well, but there are a lot of retirees <laughs> who who still are involved. They may not be in business anymore, but they love the chamber and what it does and Um, It's a great way to stay connected to the community. Absolutely, and I don't have
0: to put them on the payroll because they love it so much.
1: And by the way, the uh, Saline Area Chamber of Commerce is located right in the heart of downtown off of Michigan Avenue.
0: Absolutely, and anybody, please stop by. um, Really, send us an email, send us uh, any comments, social media, drop by, give us a call. We are very open for ideas. I think that's the one thing that you know i really want to drive home with everybody is that we we're in it for members and community not for ourselves mm-hmm. so if there's no members there's no chamber if there's no chamber there's you know that void that needs to get filled um and we love what we do so we we love the ideas you know we always welcome the the craziest of the crazy ideas and i'll try to be nice if they're too <laughs> crazy because then i just do what i do to my <laughs> wife's ideas and pull them back a little <laughs> bit and we create something great um, but yes, so through, through Chamber Chatter, again, that's one of the things that we really want to do is produce really good, new, fun content um, to really keep people up to date. And again, kind of following the following the non-conventional, non-format of things a little bit um, will really give us that flexibility, I think, to, to get stuff across. Yeah. And,
1: and if fun. you haven't been to Celine, Michigan lately, come. The f- shops that are opening up there... What they offer, Enchanted Oven, the baked goods there. Oh, oh my gosh. There's
0: so, there's so much stuff around our areas that it, it's
1: fantastic. Yeah. It yeah. is fantastic. It's but, a beautiful place.
0: Well, I look forward to working with you guys more. And again, it's it'll be a good mix of stuff. So we'll do our own shows. We'll bring you guys into the mix. So really about two times a week, people can have the chamber in their pocket. I love so that. It'll be fun. <laughs> but thank you, everybody, for listening to Chamber Chatter Episode 1. Um, be on the lookout for more fun, great, and exciting things from the chamber's office. We'll talk to everybody soon. You've been listening to Chamber Chatter, brought to you by the Celine Area Chamber of Commerce. If you or someone you know would make a great guest on our show, please contact us at podcast
1: at